Very varm Rashi Sicha, pun intended. It's going to be a, uh, there's two little Rashis with, with 13 questions. And in the end, a beautiful display of love between Yasef and Binyamin, and a beautiful, powerful lesson in Yasef's relationship to Binyamin. We're going to start with the Pasik Vayimahir Yasef, Kenichmur Rachmav al Echav Yasef rushes because his compassion became so strong. Shtelzach Rashi and Svetin Dibur. So in the second Rashi on this Pasik, Rashi quotes the word Afavart Nichmuru, quotes the word Nichmuru on his Mefarish. What is the literal translation? Obviously, Nichmuru Rachmav means Yasef's compassion was overwhelming or overwhelmed. But what is the literal translation of Nichmuru? Nishamimu became heated. His feelings, his feelings of compassion were heated. And Rashi brings three rayas to the fact that Nichmaru means heated. Lashon Mishnah, first we see in the Lashon of Mishnah, Al HaKoymer Shel Zaysim. Koymer Shel Zaysim is a, is a certain vessel upon which you pile the olives to warm them so that they should become soft and that way more oil will be pressed from them. So you see the word Koymer is a hot vessel. Ubeloshen Arami, then there's a Lashon, then there's a Raya from the Lashon Arami, from the Aramaic, which is the Lashon of the Gemara, where it says, Mishum Michmar Bisra, the, the, over there the Chachamim are worried that the meat is going to get hot and therefore spoiled. So Michmar means hot, from the word Nichmaru. And then there's a third Raya in Rashi, Ubemikra, from actually from the, 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 the Torah, it's from the Sefer of Eicha. Our skin became hot, like from an oven, which means nishamemu, it was hot, and it became wrinkled. And then the Pasuk over there continues, continues with because of the heat of the hunger or the fever of the hunger. And Rashi says, this is the nature of skin that when you, it gets hot, it wrinkles and it shrivels. So that's the dashi. Now, the fact that Rashi needs to bring a raya in the first place. It's verstanden, it's very understood. Since the Ben Chamesh, the Mikra, the proverbial five-year-old, he encounters this word Nichmaru for the first time, it is required, that we should be able to explain the meaning of the word with a proof. However, so why we are explaining this word, we understand. But nevertheless, we have to understand a few things. Aleph. Why does Rashi need three rayas? It's understood, obviously, as it was spoken many times. The only reason we would bring multiple proofs. If each on their own is insufficient. And the other one complements it, completes it. Then you bring several rayas. And therefore our question is, in our Rashi, in what, in what way is each individual raya insufficient? What's lacking? That with Rashi needs to bring more rayas. That's question number one. 
Base question number two, there's say different Darius and Pirish Rashi. We have to understand the order. That first Rashi brings from the Mishnah, then from the Gemara, and then from the Tanakh. Is in constant movement. Seemingly, the first Raya should have been from, 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 from the Ksuvim. Ubefratas, the Raya from Mikrat, Machayisin, especially since the fact that the Raya that's coming from Tanakh, from the Torah, actually has an advantage. Because Dort is Genoi, the Zelber Lossum Yenunzer Pasik, Nichmeru. Over there in Eicha, the Pasik is, is, is the exact same word as our Pasik. Then, if necessary, bring a raya from the Mishnah. And finally, from Gemara, Lashna Rami, then you bring from Gemara, which is Lashna Rami. But to start with the Mishnah, and to have the Gemara even before the Mikra, it's not understood. Gimel, question three. Now, generally speaking, this is, this is obvious as you, as you learn through the questions. But the Rebbe brings a lot, uh, very often, the fact that Rashi will, unless he has a reason not to, he'll bring the first opportunity for a raya. So if there's a raya in Bereshis and a raya in Shmois, he'll bring from Bereshis. Unless the Bereshis doesn't work for some reason. And the same thing he'll do in Gemara. So question three is going to be, why does Rashi bring the raya Belash Mishnah from Kemish Ozeis and Mibab Why does Rashi bring a raya from the Gemara Mesech and Mibab needs from Kemish Shalonavim and not use a similar expression, the, uh, a Kemish of grapes, was verd their month in Afriyah de Kinnart and Shas Mesach which is brought earlier in Shas and Yavamis. So there there's a Gemara that uh, is speaking about something, which we'll, which we'll mention later in the Sicha. And he says, the Kaimer Shalonavim, which is again the same kind of vessel that is heating the grapes. And it's in Yavamis, which is way before Mav Metziah. So why does Rashi pick the Kaimer Shalzeisim over the Kaimer Shalonavim? Question Dalit, fifth question, as Eich Balashna Rami Gufer, and the same question we can ask with regards to the Lashna of the Gemara. Instead of bringing the word Michmar Bisr, which is in Psachim, there is an expression in Gemara Brachas, the Gemara is asking over there what is Noivlois. And it's, it's, there's, there's a machlekes, what navelists are. In, in either opinion, it's grapes. Sorry, it's, it's, it's dates. So uh, one opinion is that it means uh, dates that are burnt, that are scorched by the heat. And another opinion is that it's dates that fly off, that fell off because of the wind. But over there, what is it? It's, it's grapes that were burnt by the heat. So it's Chamra is the same word as Nichmaru. And it's Mesech de Baruchas. So why does the Rashi why does Rashi bring a raya from Psachim if he could have brought raya from Brachis? Sifei, and the next raya, Nochmer is nitmuva. I'm going to get the lashon mikra, and even more than this is not understood with regards to the pasuk that Rashi brings from the mikra. Rashi brings the pasuk in Eicha. Rashi brings the pasuk in Eicha. We find the term Nichmaru also in Melachim and also in Heshayah. Not only do they come earlier in the order of the of, of, of the Mikrois, both Melachim and Heshayah are in Nivim, and Echa is in Ksuvim. Also, those two would would be more appropriate, more fitting as a proof. Because of the context of what those words mean. Which is more similar to the meaning, the context of our Pasuk. 
The words this is in the very famous story of Shoal of Shleim HaMelech who ruled to cut a baby in half. And it says the mother of the actual live child, her, her emotion got very, her compassion became very warm, very heated. And she said not to cut the baby. So we see that it's, and then in Nichmur Nichuma, the Abish are talking about the fact that the Abishter's Nichumah, feelings of, of, of comfort, of consolation, Nichmuru is heated, which is an Aishaya. Kuman and Shaykh Shaykh in both cases, it's talking about feelings. Just like our Parsha, Yasef's feelings were heated. So those two, the other two, the ones that Rashi did not bring, the ones that are earlier in the Mikrois, actually seem more similar to our Pasik. But it's different when you talk about this pasuk from Eicha. Our skin became hot. skin. So, so it. So, not only are we asking that the other two psukim could have been used because they're earlier. Also, they seem to be much closer to the context of the pasuk. Question six. When Rashi brings this raya from Eicha, that our skin became hot, like from an oven, is Rashi Maitik to invite the Dikin Hemshech from Pasuk? Rashi actually quotes the rest of the Pasuk because of the heat of the hunger. Seemingly, this is totally irrelevant. And therefore, it is superfluous to explain this proof. Like we see in the other ayahs that Rashi brings, whether from the Mishnah or from the Gemara, Rashi does not bring anything from the following parts of the discussion in those respective sources. So why does Rashi bring this Pasuk? As soon as we know that means hot, the job is done. Why do we have to bring the second part of the Pasuk? Question Zion, the seventh question. It's even more difficult to understand and explain where Rashi concludes at the end of the Rashi. This is the nature of all skin. When it becomes hot, it wrinkles and it shrivels. How does that add anything to our discussion here? All we want to know is the meaning of the word Nechmaru. Nichmaru or nichmaru. It means hot, heated. Why, why do we have to know what happens to skin when it gets hot? Question, ches bechol And even if for some reason there is a purpose in bringing, in bringing the, uh, the, the fact that the nature of skin is to, is to wrinkle, hados, it should have been written right after the fact that that when that that means before the he rings the words of he explains that means it got hot and wrinkled. So Rashi should have right away explained because that's the nature of skin that it always wrinkles. And not stop in the middle to, to, to bring that other half of the Pasuk. But we asking, why do we need the other half of the Pasuk? 
But even if we need the other half of the Pasuk, and even if we need Kein Derech Kol Er, why is it in this funny order? First you have a half of Pasuk, then you have the fact that it means Kmotim, wrinkles, then you have the second half of the Pasuk, and then we go back to the wrinkles to say that this is the nature of skin, that it wrinkles when it gets hot. So why is it structured in this way? So these are our eight questions that the Rebbe asks here. And to go quickly through them, number one is, why do we need three dais? Number two, what's the, what's the explanation of the order of the dais? Number three, why kaimishal zesim and not kaimishal anavim, which is earlier in the Gemara? Number four, why michmar bisra and not baishli chamra, which is earlier in the Gemara? Number four, why a pasuk from Eicha and not from Eishaya or from Lachim, especially since those are more uh, are, are similar more are more similar to our pasuk. Number six, why does Rashi bring the pnezal rav? Number seven, why does Rashi bring the fact that skin, the nature of skin, is to wrinkle? And number eight, why is the two two uh, uh, details about the wrinkles separated with a pasuk in between? See if Beis the Rebbe is going to say that in order to understand the answer to all of these questions, we have to go to the previous Rashi in the same Pasuk. And we have to understand that Rashi. And through understanding that Rashi, we're going to understand this Rashi. And what the Rebbe is going to do is going to, he's going to ask an additional five questions on the earlier Rashi. But this will all be understood by explaining the earlier Rashi um, and the same Pasuk. Rashi quotes the words because his uh, compassion was heated. And Rashi says like this, Shalai, he asked him, do you have a maternal brother? I had a brother, but I do not know where he is. Do you have sons? I have ten sons. So Yasef says, what are their names? He lists the ten names of his sons. So Yasef says, what is the significance of these names? So Yibnyamin says, all the names are named after my brothers, after my brother and the tzorais, the hardships that he encountered. Bella, for example, Bella is the fact that he got swallowed up amongst the nations. Becher, because he was the Becher, the firstborn of my mother. Rashi is continues to explain the significance of all of the ten names, and at the end, Rashi adds, the source is in Mesech And then Rashi concludes that after this whole conversation, after Yisav hearing all of the names and their significances, immediately, Yisav's compassion, Yisav's feelings became heated. So the first thing you have to understand why does Rashi begin in the first Rashi to explain at length, elaborately, the reason what that caused the Nichmaru, that caused Yasef's emotions? Before even explaining what Nichmaru means. They say the Pastor Seemingly, we should on the opposite. First, there's no explanation. Vos is dagishen. Vos made the word nichmur. First, you have to know what happened. What is the meaning of the word nichmur? What does it mean that Yisav is nichmur rachmov? Once you explain what it is, oh, there was intense emotions. Why? And then go ahead and explain the reason. So we have to understand why does it actually change the order around and first explain what caused the nichmur, and only then to explain what nichmur is. 
So that is the general question on the on this Rashi that this Rashi should have been seemingly after the next Rashi, not before the next Rashi. Oich is kasha, and then let's go into the details of this Rashi. We're going to ask four more questions. What is lacking? What is missing in the uh, in the understanding of the basic version of the pasuk? Was to leave them bring Rashi to the Adichas and the Chazal. The Rashi has to bring this this elaborate explanation of Chazal. Seemingly everything is very simple. After many years, Yosef finally sees his brother Benjamin. The only brother that is from his mother, the only maternal brother, couldn't resent Benjamin because Benjamin was not involved at all with the sale of Yosef. This immediately brought out by him a feeling of compassion, of emotion. Why does, what's wrong with that understanding of it uh, that Rashi cannot suffice with it? Rashi has to bring this whole long dialogue between the two brothers. It should be very simple. They didn't see each other for a long time. Yasef sees his brother and he gets excited. Base. Even if you're going to accept that Rashi has some compelling proof that there was a dialogue between Yasef and Benjamin about Yasef's children. Seemingly should have been enough. For Rashi to bring the beginning of the story, that he asked him, does he have a brother? And conclude with a source that this is discussed at length in the Gemara Mesechta Seta. We can go open up and see all the details. What is being added by going through all of the details. Especially by explaining each and every one of the ten names. How does it help us understand the Pshat of the Pasuk? In other words, to rephrase the question. Where in Pshat Mikra do we see a, 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 a source, a reference to the fact that there was this dialogue and that each and every detail was there. In other words, even if there was a conversation, so Rashi should say there was a conversation. If Rashi says, brings down all of these details, it means that Rashi sees somewhere in the Pasik that all of these details were being discussed. Where is that? Question Gimel Iker. This is a very important question. Next, in, in the next week's parsha, Parshas Vayigash, the, the, the part of the parsha goes through the, the uh, family tree of Yankiv Avinu. And over there we learn that Benjamin had ten, ten sons. But how, do we, how does it come in over here? We don't even know at this point that Benjamin had ten sons. So how does it even enter into the discussion here? And finally, question Dalid, versus Rashi, Meisav, Medaik, Miyad, where, where does, why, why does Rashi add and specify that immediately his emotions, his compassion was, was, was heated? And where's the mocker in, in Pshutish Mikra that it was Miyad? And you can't say that it's from the fact that it says Vayimayr Yosef because Rashi doesn't quote Vayimayr in the Dibra Maschil. So if Rashi was learning the Miyad from the Vayimayr, he would have put it in the Dibra Maschil. So the question is, what, why does Rashi have to add Miyad and where does he get it from?
So again, let us summarize the five questions on this first Rashi. Number one, why does this first Rashi come before the second Rashi? Why does Rashi start with the cause before telling us even what Nichmaru means? And then the next question was, why, what, why Bechlal does Rashi have to explain anything? Why isn't the basic explanation good enough that Yosef was emotional because he saw his brother after so many years? Then the question is, why does Rashi go through all the details and not just send us to Saita, to Mesech to Saita, to learn about it. Number four, or Gimel, is why, how do the Bnei Binyamin enter into this conversation? And number five, why does it say, Miyad Their beer in them, and now the Rebbe is going to explain the beer. And the first thing the Rebbe is going to explain to us is that it cannot be that Yasef's emotion was, emotions were triggered solely by seeing, Yasef, by seeing Binyamin. Because if you look in the Chumash, you will see that twice already it's mentioned by Yar Yosef that Yosef saw his brother Benjamin. And it doesn't say anything about his emotions. If, if it was Yosef's emotions that caused, if it was seeing Benjamin that caused Yosef's emotions, then, the, then we would've, it would have happened already. And, and an earlier sighting of Benjamin. That's the first thing we have to understand. The Rebbe is going to explain why. How taka does Yosef not become emotional? Let's get to that. See if Gimel their beard in them. You cannot say that which it seems at first glance, as the Sibir from Nichmur Rachma Vivakish Nifkis, the fact that Yasef's compassion was heated and he wanted to cry, is given Dosfas Yasef the Zen Binyamin because he saw Binyamin. Then it should have already happened at the very beginning of the parsha. As soon as Yasef saw Binyamin with his brothers, and he would have gotten emotional and he would have gone to cry. Especially that says all of a sudden here Yosef was rushing. So if Yosef was rushing to cry, then why did it take him so long? He saw Binyamin earlier. Later on, that first pasik by Yosef is pasik tezayin. Now you fast forward about uh, 13 psukim, 12 psukim. You'll see in pasik chavtes that now they come to Yosef's house. Yosef sees that Binyamin is with him. He calls him Achiv ben Imoy, the brother, his brother from his mother's side. This is towards the end of this section when the brothers meet Yosef, gather together with Yosef in his house. So it should, at one of those two points, it should have said, and since the Torah tells us that even after the second Vayar, we still don't see that he's crying. No, but rather, he calls out, is this your brother? And he says to Yasef, to that the Abishtah should be gracious to you. And only after that, it says that his, his compassion was heated. So this obviously proves to us as it wasn't the sighting of Benyamin that brought out the Nichmeru, Bistu Vaivakis Livkes. It must have been something else. Why Taka? Why Taka does Yosef not get emotional when he sees Binyamin for the first time after so many years? The reason, the explanation is understood 
and, and it's obvious and very simple. Yesev had been the viceroy, the second in command for such a significant amount of time. And he was so powerful that nobody could even move a hand or a foot without Yesev's permission. And only Paroi, only Paroi, because he had the throne, was Paroi, was greater than Yesev. But Yesev was the second most powerful person in the entire land. So Yesus certainly conducted himself with a sense of strength, of power. Certainly to his brothers, Yesus was deliberately showing uh, power and harshness. The river... Therefore, when, when he saw Yesu, when he saw Benjamin and his brother, certainly it awakened within him very strong emotions. Is aber We are also certain as Edirer zechent left to the brother before he revealed himself to his brothers. We were flat in the unveiled when Arumi can mention, especially in the presence of the other people. Yosef, as this powerful viceroy, he controls his emotions. And doesn't display them to the open, to the outside. As we see, that even when he had to cry, he went into a private side room and he cried over there. Und der Fahr gefindt mit Tage nicht. In der ganzen Sedre, als Jesus so üstlich und offen hat, nur von dieser Axis verkündet. We don't find, therefore we don't find anywhere in the Sedre, that Jesus should openly express, openly display emotions. Und man fragt, Lifkes der Kadem, especially extreme emotion, as in crying. Er gab mit dem Messer von seinen Begegnissen und redet mit den Brüdern, hat er doch gesehen und gehört, kam er in Jannem. Was haben sicher ein Reis gerufen, He's anxious, despite the fact that throughout his meetings, his encounters, and conversations with his brothers, he has certainly had seen and heard things that would bring out within him emotion. For example, the Tsar von Zainfata, the fact that his father was experiencing pain at, the, at his loss. So why didn't he show emotion? But Yesef was in a, in, in, a, in a state of power, and therefore he could not display emotion. So that's the first part of the beer. That Yasef, what caused Yasef's Nichmer Rachmov could not be just the sighting of Benjamin. Because Yasef was so powerful, was so strong, that he was controlling his emotions so as not to display anything into the, in the open. And then when he sees Benjamin, whatever he was feeling on the inside, he does not express it openly. And since that's the case, we must say, based on the cont continuation and the context of the Psukim, as Noch in Vayar Yasef is Binyamin, the game of Yemen on the Kim Yachin Chabani, that after Yasef sees Binyamin, and he asks, is this, is this your brother Binyamin? And he gives him a bracha, the Kim Yachin Chabani, his folk, a common Indian, was sein Wirkung is given noch starker from their Pahulu from Vayar is Binyamin. We must say that something happened, that its impact was even more powerful, even more impactful than seeing Binyamin. Must be. Because when Yosef sees Binyamin, he doesn't cry. He doesn't get openly emotional. So if now Yosef is openly emotional, it must be that something happened in the interim. 
Now, since the Pasuk doesn't tell us what it was, Muzmin Zagin, we therefore must conclude, look how the Rebbe is, is, is teaching you how Rashi is thinking. Rashi opens up the Chumash, and he sees that Yasef didn't cry at first. Then he sees that Yasef did cry. So he says, what happened? Something must have happened. Beyond, so, if, if, if the Pasuk doesn't say something, we have to look back. What does it say right before the fact that Yosef cried? Since the Pasuk does not tell us what it is, then we must conclude that it's connected with what is Elakim Yachar Nechabani? Brachis, that's Binyamin heard from the Mevishim. These are brachis that the Eivishter, uh, that Binyamin received from the Eivishter. Um vashabim ha-shaychiz tzu, um b'meilei chavirkum gav Yesefin, and are somehow connected, and therefore impact Yesef. Um bifrat if zayn shaychiz tzu Binyamin alts achiv, especially to his, Binyamin as his brother. Bibadus to gepelt as nichmur rachim of el achiv, or el echav. So since it this must be connected to, to, to Binyamin's brachis, Binyamin's brachis as it affects Yosef, and as it affects Yosef as the brother of Binyamin. So therefore, Rashi brings the entire arichis from Saita that starts out with, do you have an Achmei'im? That he saw Binyamin, his brother, the son of his mother, Dafke. So something is here, if you look in the Psukim, something is going on with the fact that Binyamin is Yesus' brother, and something affects this brotherliness of these two brothers, together with the brachis that Binyamin received. So therefore Rashi says, the only place we find this is in this Gemara in Saita that talks about this, uh, this, this discussion, that Yesus wants to know, do you have a brother? But it can't just be connected to the brotherliness of Yosef and Benjamin. It also must relate to Benjamin's children. Remember, one of our questions was, how did the children come in over here? Rashi sees, by looking at the Pasuk, Rashi says, the children play a role here. Why? Since we're basing this whole emotional event on the Elikim Rashi. Rashi himself says that that Elikim Yochan Chabani is bedugme from Chan and Elikim is of Decha Yankif. Which earlier in Parshas Vayishlach Yankif says to Esav, "These are the children. Asher Chan and Elikim is of Decha. It's the Eibush towards gracious to your servant Yankif to give." So Rashi compares the Yochnecha to Chan and Elikim, but there's Gate of Ayeladim. Yochnecha means that the bracha that Benjamin received from the Eibush there was with regards to his children. Abanit the but the children by themselves. Is not going to be meaningful here. Nor vidas rufta reis the israkshus from achvetz and yisuf from benyamin. The kids, the children of benyamin, as they express this emotional feeling of brotherliness between yisuf and benyamin. Vos tefar does gibrak davkin nichmur rachma valechav alachiv, and this is why yisuf all of a sudden becomes so emotional with regards to his brother. The Farzak Drashi, as we should Yesus from Yom and his Faru Kumin Raid. 
Devarashi says there was a conversation between the two of them. Which, effect, which touched upon their brotherliness, the feelings of brotherliness. In an extraordinary way. So much so that it had no choice but to affect Yosef. Despite the fact that he was conducting himself so powerfully. The meaning of is nevertheless at this point, he feels like he has to cry. <coughs> now we understand Kinal, which was already really explained in the, that, that Rashi is bringing this whole conversation to underscore this dialogue that causes these intense emotions for Yosef. But now the Rebbe is going to explain it even more. But it says, now we understand not only Rashi, Rashi brings the, about the dialogue, which was mentioned earlier, but Rashi goes into all of the details. He asked him like this, and he answered him like this. And the meaning, the significance of each individual name. Because it's the general Yachnecha with all of the details that it entails that is the cause for the Nichmur Rachma for Yosef's emotions. Yet their prat is negea in the Marusbereg in the umgevenliche achvo ungefil from Benjamin to Yosef. Each of these details are relevant, are necessary to express the extraordinary brotherly feelings of Binyamin to Yosef. Which is why Yosef is going to feel the same way back. As Agam, excuse me, Binyamin is based on Yosef, despite the fact that when Yosef was sold, Binyamin was nine or ten years old. All of his years, all the years that Binyamin grew up into, a, into, into an adult and got married and had children, he didn't stop to think about his brother, his maternal brother Yosef, and his hardships. So much so that he expressed his pain, Binyamin's pain. In Azainian, in such a personal way, we the number for any kinder, like naming his children after him. Unochmer in the name of an Alitzen kinder, each of his ten children. Un bayeden nomi mitabazunder teichen from gaguim tsar vechadema, and each child, each name had a specific expression of longing, of pain, etc. <coughs> As Rashi says, Al shem ochi vatzaras Hashem mitzauhu. After I, I was named after my brother. And the the, the, the the troubles, the tsaris that he encountered. Therefore, when Yomim mentions whichever one of his children, it will remind him about his brother from his mother. 
So in other words, in this dialogue that Rashi is bringing, that Yosef and Benjamin have, what Benjamin is, ends up showing Yosef is this intense longing, desire, and love that Benjamin has for his brother. That although he was a, a child, when, he, when, when his brother went missing, he never stopped thinking about him, missing him, and, and, and longing for him. Now he can understand. Yosef could not control his powerful exterior anymore. These emotions were so powerful, they were so overwhelming, that immediately, the miyad, we had a question, why did I say miyad? Miyad is expressing how strong these feelings were. In other words, to summarize, <clears throat> Rashi concludes from the fact that, that Yasef was so emotional at this point that something happened. It was connected to Elikim Yachnachav Bani, which Elikim Yachnachav Bani is a fusion of Binyamin's brachis, Binyamin's love or relationship to Yasef, Yasef's relationship to Binyamin as it relates to Binyamin's children because Yachnach has Belashan children and when Binyamin expresses to Yasef this incredible love that he has to him all along Yasef can't hold himself back anymore. Yasef cannot control his feelings. Yasef is Nichmer Rachmov and, and Miyad it's so strong that it happens instantaneously. <clears throat> So this explains the first Rashi. Rashi is explaining to us what happened over here. Why was Yasef so emotional at this point? If he wasn't emotional earlier. And Rashi explains to us that Yasef was so emotional because of what he heard from Benjamin. Zifei, the Rebbe is going to say, now we understand why Rashi's order, why he brings the cause before the Taich. Because since Rashi is going to Taich Nishamimu, very, very, literally means heated. But in this case, it means intense emotions. Therefore, Rashi has to first explain why he's got, how did he get there? How does Rashi know that there was intense emotions here? Because of the way of, of the way the story plays out. Because of the fact that earlier Yasef did not be emo get emotional. So there must be that over here there was something happened that caused intense emotions. And therefore he's going to say, Therefore, Rashi has to first explain what happened in order to know why, to explain why he's teaching Nishamimu. The meat is Rashi is Rashi's now we understand why Rashi explains first and at length this cause of the Nichmaru. Before he touches the word Nichmaru, before he translates it. Because specifically this explanation, which we, as we just proved, is obviously uh, gleaned from Psutishon Mikra, is Mazbir, it explains and compels. The way we're touching Nichmaru. Since there had to be an extraordinary emotional experience by Yosef, can now much more powerful than just the emotions that are uh, that are aroused through just seeing Binyamin is the made move on as the touch of Nichmaru is Nishamu. Heise und starke Israxus. It's therefore obvious that the meaning of Nichmaru means Nishamamu, hot, intense emotions. Unit with the Targumunkos for Taich Nichmaru is Geilo, a Gevelechis Eros. And it can't mean, like Targumunkos says, that it was a regular uh, uh, emotional experience, a regular awakening. Because of the way, of the way we just understood the Psukim, therefore it must be that there was something intense. 
And therefore, only, only once we know that, we know that Nechmaru means Nishamu. So, so far so good. And see, Vav, the Rebbe is going to explain that despite the fact that we know that there was intense emotions here, we still don't know for sure that Nichmaru means Nishamu. That Nichmaru could mean intense emotions without meaning heat. So Rashi is now going to bring Rayas in the second Rashi that, that Nichmaru means heat. Despite the fact that from the basic understanding of the Psukim, it's obvious that Nichmur Rachmav means a much more emotional experience than is Gailulu. Still doesn't prove to us that Nichmuru contains the, the meaning of heat. Not something more similar. Not, not something that's similar, although not exact. Because there's, very, there's various different synonyms that could be used to express intense emotion. But Rashi is saying, So he says, just from the way we are understood, we, we led up to this, doesn't yet prove that Nichmaru means heat. Rashi brings a raya for the taich of the word that, that will bring raya that it actually means heat or heated. And before he even starts getting to the rayas, the Rebbe is going to answer the question why we're jumping to the Mishnah and, and in the Psukim Gufa, why don't we use these Psukim Nichmru Rachamel from Sefer Malachim? Or Nichmaru Nichumai from Sefer Eishel. Let them understand the pastors of Rashi bring the Kenai for Nichmaru Rachamel in Malachim and for Nichmaru Nichumai in Eishel. Davke Val Eich Doid Red Dichleg and Regesh Alev. As they read in the pasuk. In the question we said, this is talking. We're talking about emotions. That's talking about emotions. Perfect. Rashi to the Rebbe explains no because that pasuk is talking about emotions. Is from that not talking in Ayim Uchachas. Can clarify by wise at the Nichmaru Domain is Chamamu. We know because. We're not trying to prove that Nichmaru means emotions. We're trying to prove that Nichmaru means heat. So to bring me a raya, there's another word Nichmaru that also means emotions. Doesn't tell me that it means heat. I feel them as Ozagin as Dart is Echadayachar from Kalos Ha'inyan. As a Zeretzach Vegin Agresis Eridus, even if you're going to tell me that over there it must mean that there was a strong em emotional experience, it still doesn't prove heat. For the midvas is their tides dirt, men mukhach even didn't be done. Just like over here, we don't know for certain that nichmaru means heat. Over there also, we don't know that it means heat. We know it means emotions. We don't know it means heat. For haraya, their targum tides eich dirt punkt vida is geilalu. Also over there, the, 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 the targum uses as geilalu. So the targum in both cases says as geilalu. So we see that over there and over here, it's very similar. They both mean emotions, but they both don't entirely prove to us heat. And therefore, Rashi cannot use Nichmru Rachameh or Nichmru Nichumai because while those do mean intense emotions, they don't necessarily mean heat. Their farm was Rashi bringing a raya from Zelben Loshen, therefore Rashi is forced to go to some other kind of, of, of context, not emotions, where, where, where the word Nichmru is used and it means Nishamamu, heated, and that'll prove that Nichmur here means heated. So, so that answers that question. Now we're going to talk about the Rayas. The first Raya brings to the Lashon Mishnah was his Lashon Akedus of Derech Vilashon Aksuv. The first Rashi that the first Raya that Rashi brings is from Lashon Mishnah, and it may not be from the Chumash itself, but it's the same language as the Chumash. 
And the words are Allah Kaimish Zaysim. Was Kaimer Rufsich Rufsich the Kaili and Welcome Varim the Zaysim. Kaimer is the vessel in which you warm the the olives. And the fun first statement has Kaimer Nikman Rodan Taichmimus. So since it's a heating vessel and it's called Kaimer, Khaimer, so therefore it's just like Nikmeru, which so we so we so we learn that Nikmeru means warmth. Let's go straight into Siv Zayin. Oh, but the Raya from Kaimer Alain is the Kifal Raya. But it's not enough. It's not a complete Raya. Because you can still ask, if there's no other place where, ex where we see explicitly that Kramer means warmth, how do we know that the, this vessel, despite the fact that it is a heating vessel, is called Kramer because it's a heating vessel? Maybe it's the name of a vessel without connecting to the fact that it's hot. For example, a heater is called a heater because it creates heat. But an oven is not called an oven because it creates heat. It happens to be that it's a, it creates heat. But the word oven doesn't, by, by the definition, does not mean heat. So if you were to say, to, 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 to bring a raya that oven means heat, oven doesn't mean, oven creates heat, doesn't mean heat. So the Rebbe is saying that if you have a heating element called Kaimer, maybe it happens to be the name. Maybe Kaimer is the name of the guy who invented it. So they called it Kaimer. But how do you know that Kaimer means heat? Therefore, Rashi means a second raya. This time from the Gemara. Michmar Bistra. Over there, it's not a vessel. Over there, it's an action that's happening. That over there, michmar means the action, the the uh, the verb of heating. And could could help us understand lashna mishnah. And the gemara explains the mishnah. Arami could explain lashna mishnah. And the mishnah is similar to mikra, which 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 in this case nichmaru is mikra. As ech kaimer is from zelben sheinus chamimus ibadus lezdochten tachlos from the keli. Now that I know that there is a word michmar that means heat, this can tell me that the fact that we're calling this kaimer is not just a random name, but kaimer is called kaimer because of the heating part of it. But it's only with michmar bisra that tells me that the word kaimer is heat related. So that, that's why we need two rayas. Not just the raya from the Mishnah, also the raya from the Gemara. Because the raya from the Mishnah alone, I might not have known that kaimer means heat. It means a heating element, but it might not mean heat comes the second raya to prove that kaimer means heat. Obviously, we, 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 we can't just go straight to michmar bistra because it's an arami. So arami is not, not, doesn't necessarily prove that a mikra is the same thing. But the arami could prove to mishnah, and mishnah is al-darach mikra, and therefore the two together, the mishnah and the arami, could serve to explain that nichmaru means heat. So let's continue. Let's answer a couple of questions. Why are we going with Kaimer Shel Zaysim and not Kaimer Shel Anovim? And why are we going with Michmar Bisra and not with Bushli Chamra? That's what we're going to talk about in Sivches. Based on the way we're dissecting this and how intensely we are trying to connect the word nichmeru with heat specifically, not just with emotions, not just with, with uh, um, but it actually means that it became heated. So now we understand why Rashi doesn't want to use kaimer from earlier in Shas. 
The lotion kaimer shall not have misach the yibam is this lotion the kaimer of grapes. Kum behem shuchsadem was the gemara dzokt. It's coming as part of what the gemara says over there. Over there, the gemara starts out with uh, it's actually very beautiful maimer chazal that if someone learns the Torah of a talmud chacham of a tzaddik is sivsayis of deivayis the kever that the lips of the tzaddik move in the kever. The tzaddik is learning with. The one who brings an ayah from the Pasuk, that he makes move the lips of those who are asleep. And the Gemara explains, this is like a kaimer of grapes. Just like the kaimer of grapes. When a person puts his finger on it, it bubbles out, the, 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 uh, the wine starts moving, because it's in the kaimer it's hot, it's, it's, it's warm. So the grapes are very soft, so when you touch it, the, uh, the, the wine starts coming out. Av Talmud Chacham, so to Talmud Chacham, when you speak his words of Tater, his lips move under So now, if you look at what it's actually saying there, it's focused more on the pressing of the grapes and the wine that's coming out than it's focusing on the warmth of the grapes. Therefore, even if you have the support, like the previous other one has the support of Michmar Bisra, so we know that Kaimer means hot. Is Nitkin Starke Raya from Kemesh Olavim? It's still not a strong Raya. From Kemesh Olavim, I just made Lashem Chamim, that it means heat. But from their Teichen and Inyan Gita and Artsu Zaganas, the clear roof to Kemer, Nitsuli Pulas Achamimus, their Tlib Denvas in their Klees and the Anovim Gipressed, who mainly is their Vine Toysis, who reared Sichfun the Anovim. If you look at the context of that Shtikul Gemara, it seems to imply that the Kemesh Olavim is more connected, the Kemesh Olavim, sorry is more connected with the fact that this clee is used for pressing the grapes and that the wine bubbles out and moves out of the grapes. Voltmege can't on lemon, that's what's supposed to be kaimer. So then we would, we would then imply that the meaning of kaimer is not the, the heat of the grapes, but the pressing of the grapes and the wine being extracted from the grapes. So again, even though it is a heating element, but we may think that kaimer shalanavim is called kaimer because of the fact that, 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 that the, the grapes are being pressed over there, and not because the grapes are being heated there. Eich v'nam lashon arami bushli chamra imesech de brachis is kirayanit. I still don't know if it's bushli chamra or bushli chamra, and I obviously didn't look it up. Also from there, we don't have a riot. It's talking about dates that are scorched, that are dried out from the heat. So again, that that term is not a, a, a clear raya that we're talking about the heat. Over there, it's the name of the great. It's, it's a description of the of the dates. When says kirayin it as the lashon chamra, I feel like it's a shemteir from chumimus. Lotzich nutzim peilu nifel. Even if you would say that it has the it has the noun of heat, it still doesn't have the verb of heat. We need nichmuru to mean that something became heated. So if something is called hot, it doesn't necessarily mean that you could use it also as heated or heating. So therefore, I know that these grapes, these 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 dates are called hot dates. Dates that are that are that are that are dried out, that are scorched. But does it mean that the dates became heated, or that nichmaru means heated? I don't know, and therefore I can't use that raya. 
The Rais that Rashi chooses are exactly specific to make his point that Nichmuru means it comes from the term of heat and that something was happening, it was becoming hot. The, the emotions were getting heated. The compassion was becoming heated. Therefore, Rashi has to use the Tafke Kemer Sholzeisim together with Michmar Bisra, which Kemer Sholzeisim means that the dates are warming, and Michmar Bisra means that the heat is get, the meat is getting hot. And therefore, we know that Kemer and Michmar means hot or, or heated, and therefore Nichmar mean heated. Now let's go to the to the Mikra. We have it. We have all the eyes that we need. Why does Rashi need a third eye? Baldo, Rav is going to explain in Siftes that Nichmeru, which is an Arpasik, what Rashi wants is another Rai, uh, uh, another proof that actually has the word Nichmeru. Not Choymer or Michmer, but actually the same word. Is Nichmeru since the word here is Nichmeru in the Pasik? View Rashi Echab and the Raya from Ginoid himself and Lashman Pasik. Rashi wants to have a Raya from the same exact expression in this Pasik. Therefore, Rashi brings a Raya from Echa where it says, in, which, is, which is part of Mikra. And it says, Our skin became burnt, became hot like, like from an oven. Which also, which also, this word nichmeru, according to Rashi, means they became hot. So again, now you have a raya, not only from the mikda, not only from the from a, a word that has the same shayrish as nichmeru, but you have a raya from a word that actually is the same word. Why do we need the pasuk rav? One of our questions was, why does Rashi bring the second half of the pasuk? Yes, However, since you could translate Nichmuru to mean blackened, an oven again makes something hot, it also makes something black. So, could be touched, our skin became black like an oven. <clears throat> and, and several of the Mepharshim actually translate that. So to prove that for Rashi to prove his touch that it means that it means heat and not black and he brings which means from the heat of the hunger. It's true that hunger caused a discoloration of the skin. But since the Pasik a second time connects this uh, skin condition with heat and with fire. In other words, first time, I said ketaner, like an oven. But still, you want to say maybe it means the black, so it's the blackness of the oven, the, the discoloration. So he says, but then is also means heat. So therefore, it must mean that also in the first half of the pasuk, when it says nichmaru, it doesn't mean according to Rashi blackened. It means heat. So this explains why why Rashi brings the third riot, because he wants to have the word nichmaru, and why he brings the whole pasuk to reinforce the fact that Rashi holds that nichmaru or nichmaru in that pasuk means heat. Why does Rashi bring in the concept of the wrinkles? One of the Rebbe's questions. Sifud is going to explain that 
if Eireinu Kesanu Nechmaru means our skin became hot, like an oven, then it doesn't seem to be such a terrible thing. And over there, the the, the, the Navi, Yirmiyoa Navi, is describing these terrible, terrible, painful experiences. So even though we don't really, we don't really have to, it's not our place to touch what's going on in Eicha, but here it is necessary, because if we want to prove that Eireinu Kesanu Nechmaru means heat, if it's going to ruin, so to speak, the Pshat of the Pasuk, then we can't do that. So the Rebbe has to, so the Rashi, I'm sorry, has to explain what is so terrible about Eireinu Kesanu Nechmaru in order to uh, appreciate what the Pasuk is talking about over there. And therefore, Rashi has to bring the idea of the wrinkles. But if it's taka true, that Eireinu, that our skin became hot like in, from an oven, means heat, as the red blaze on Givarim to live in love, that the heat, that the skin is becoming all hot, all flushed, because of the hunger. This would raise a question. Where do you see the, the terrible uh, uh, troubles, the terrible pain that the Navi is bemoaning? Is Rashi Mevair? The Rashi explains as Nichmaru dot in zich unmeint. Therefore, Rashi says that Nichmaru contains the meaning not just of heat, but also of wrinkles. And how could you have a word with two different meanings? Because that's the nature of skin. That if you make it hot, it wrinkles and it shrivels. Therefore, when the Pasek says that the skin got, became hot, the Pasek does not have to spell out the terrible pain that this entails. Because that is the nature of all types of skin. That it wrinkles and it shrivels. We can understand by ourselves how, terrible, how terribly painful this is. So therefore Rashi has to add the idea of Kmatim to say that in that Pasek, the reason why the Navi is bemoaning this terrible fate of the people, that their skin became hot, because hot means wrinkles. And wrinkles is terribly painful. The last question that Rebbe is going to answer is why does Rashi not bring the Lashon Mikra in the beginning? If you remember, they asked... What's the Seder Aksuvim? The Seder Arayas. First he has Mishnah, then he has Arami, Lashon Arami, then he brings the Mikra. The Cheder, the Mikra is a beautiful Raya. It actually has the same exact word, Nichmaru, Nichmaru, and it means he hot. It's actually proved from Kesanur and Mepnei Zalafezerov. So why doesn't it come in the beginning? But, but now that we understand that Nichmaru includes the idea of Kmatim of the wrinkles, them is moving from Rashi bring to Diraya as himself. Now we'll understand why Rashi brings this Raya at the end. Hagam does his Lashon Mikra, although it's Lashon Mikra, and Lashon Mikra is usually always brought first. It's also the same word as in our Parsha, so it's another reason why it should have been in the beginning. But but it can't be. Why? Yes, as the title since the meaning of the word Nichmaru means wrinkles. And quite the contrary, this is actually the main intent of the Pasik, because he wants to talk about things that were painful. Hot skin is not so painful. Wrinkles is painful. We can't prove from this pasuk that it means very, uh, very explicitly heat, because here it means heat that causes wrinkles. 
and, we, and, and the goal is to say is to, is to emphasize the wrinkles, and therefore and therefore it's not a sufficient raya for it to be able to put it at the beginning. We need something that's going to go straight to heat and only heat. And if we have kemer shalzaisim with the support of michmar bistra, and with this we have answered all of our questions. We explained why this pasuk become why this pasuk comes first. Why the first Rashi comes first? Because first we have to understand the intense emotions of Yosef. We understand how Yosef why he became so emotional because he heard about his brother and his love of his brother, and how even his brother's children were all named after him. He becomes so emotional. It becomes immediately he has this emotional experience. Now that we understand how intense these emotions are, that it's way beyond just seeing Yosef, seeing Binyamin. We understand why that Rashi says nishamemu. But nevertheless, Asher needs to prove that Nichmaru means Nishamamu. So he starts with a Pasik, with a Mishnah, when you see heat. And if you're going to ask me, if you're going to ask me, maybe it just means a heating element, but Kaimer doesn't mean heat. He says, no, look at Nichmaru Bisra, it means heat. And then Ashi brings another ayah from that actually has the word Nichmaru or Nichmaru, where you see over there also that it means heat. And now he puts it at the end because it means heat that is connected to wrinkles. So now we understand. The, the, the two Rashis, with all the answers to all the questions. The truth is there was one question, question Ches, that I, I, in, in Sifalov, that I did not quite uh, uh, get the answer to. Why does the second part about the wrinkles, the Kain Derech Kol Er, why doesn't it come right after the earlier mention of Kmotim? Why is there a Pasuk in the middle? And I'm not sure that I know the answer to that question. We'll say, we'll wait until next week. When the, Elam, when the Elam learns it, maybe it'll it'll be it'll be discussed, or maybe it's Dvarim Pshutim Mamish and I missed it, which is also possible. And now we're going to go to Yenish Altera. But Yenish Altera was in Pirush Now we have Yenish Altera. The wine, the, the deeper the deeper dimension of the, of this Rashi. And the Rebbe is actually going to teach us an, a, a, two ideas or or two parts of an idea and fit it in into the two Rashis. Explains that this 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 Yosef over here is talking about Yidden. Yidden are called Yosef. Here, Yosef is all emotional, is all compassionate for Binyamin. So, therefore, a Yid has to become compassionate on the level of Binyamin. Ben Oini, which Binyamin is his first name, his real name was Ben. His name he was named by Rachel Ben Oini. The, the son of my of my troubles. The person has to think about, contemplate on, the, on the, this terrible descent of the neshama. Which came down into the lowest of the low. And awaken the mercies, the compassion of the Ebishter on this godly spark of his soul. And this is actually alluded to in the details in Rashi on Kinichmur Rachmov. It's also, also precise, also specific, is the Seder of Rashi that Kinichmur Rachmov comes first. But the Pirush, that the meaning of what happened, the, the, the reason why it happened, is brought first before the tides, before the explanation of the word. Because from Ashton, by Darvs, and these Bonnus. In Ochi you have to contemplate and think deeply about the, my brother and the tsaris that he encountered. First, you have to recognize the greatness of the neshama. The neshama is my brother. The neshama is so close to me. 
this brother, this this level that is so connected to the Ebishter, goes through Hatsaras Hashem goes through Tsaras. The Isbarnas because it became swallowed up by the nations, which was the name Bella. In Guf, that this Achi, this beautiful Neshama that comes from the Ebishter, was swallowed up by the Guf of the Nefeshabamis, and even lower than that. And a person can contemplate truthfully about all about this descent of the Neshama and all the ten levels of the Neshama as they are symbolized in the ten sons and the ten names of the sons of Binyamin. That's, that was the first Rashi. So discussing the, 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 the pain of Yosef, of, of the Neshama coming down. Then you come to the second Rashi. It becomes heated. That the war, the heart becomes warm with the warmth of flames of fire. With the true bitterness for a situation. And when a person feels when a person gets gets a, 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 a passionate about the situation, then then it brings the rachamim of the Ebishter. Which the advantage of Rachamim over Chesed is, is warmth. In other words, both Chesed and Rachamim both are an expression of kindness to the other person. So, what's the difference? We'll see this in the next paragraph that Chesed is cold and Rachamim is warm. I mean, this is the matter. Like we see it in the physical world. Chesed gives. Because that's the nature of good, to be kind. Chesed is called water. The Ashba is because it, there is a certain sense of a coldness, of an apathy. He's Chesed, so he has to give. But not necessarily is he impassioned to give. Gvura, on the other hand, is the opposite of Chesed. So Chesed is, 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 is Mayim. Is water and it's cold. Gvura is fire and warm. Their fire comes from them, Kasunregis. And therefore, anger and heat, anger and Kasunregis, two different expressions of anger, come because anger it comes from passion. So you have Chesed is water, which is which is Kirus. Gvura is Eish, which is Chamimus. Then you have Midas Rachmanus. Choch, as it in his Teva Chesed, even though primarily Midas Rachmanus is. Kindness and benevolence come in your tzur, but Rachamim gains over Chesed that it also has the warmth of Gvura. What happens by Rachamim? By Chesed, person is a, has kindness, he gives. It's not so much about what the other person is feeling. It's not about the other person is going through. It's about what the person, what, what the giver wants to give. Racham means compassion. It's the other person's experience that's triggering the need to give. What happens? He sees the other person's pain. His heart becomes impassioned with a with a fiery with a fiery feeling, a fiery passion. And he has these strong feelings of compassion for the other person. But this causes the person to be compassionate to the other, but with a passion. 
with a stronger desire than just if it was coming from and this is why we, we know that Racham, which is Tiferes, which is Midas is an intermediary or a, or a fusion of Chesed and Gvura. But it's an intermediary because it's a fusion of both. Racham has the has the Toiv Chesed of Chesed, but it has the Chamimus of Gvura. So therefore, you have the first Rashi is telling us that there has to be a Yisbaranos in the, the, the fact that Neshama is Achi. It's, my, it's the Abishter's brother. It's close to the Abishter. But then Atzaris Neshama it came down. This has to awaken Rachmanus by the person on his Neshama. And this, and the, and this awakens Rachmanus from the Abishter. The Abishter should be kind with passion. Now we go to the second Rashi. And this awakening of, of compassion and the impact of it is alluded to in this idea of the heating element for the olives. But that's which means that the olives become warmed and the oil uh, is extracted. Which to translate this in words of Aved, olives are bitter. Which represents the bitterness of his soul, which comes from the the uh, the contemplation in a situation. But if it's the matter of the olives are being warmed, which means that this merirus comes with a warm feeling. Because he feels very deeply how the situation is not good. And he awakens the mercies, the compassions of the Abish there on his self. Which is similar to the idea of crushing the olives, where you actually acknowledge the bitterness this awakens from above the level of Shemen the good oil, which is Chachma, which is Chachma Yilah, which is Racham Melyeinim. And this impacts him, that he should have the revelation of godliness in his soul. That means that even his, his, his emotions become... Uh, 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 have this revealed love to the Ebishter, which this is alluded to in Michmar Bisra, in the flesh becoming uh, a warm. In other words, the the the, the Zaysim is the Meriros. The Michmar Bisra is when it comes down into the emotions of the person, the emotions become warmed. Now it goes even further. Not only is it in the person's Contemplation. Not only is it in his midos, it's even in his oil, his skin. Oil is a lavush, it's a garment, which is meaning to say it's not part of the actual person, it's an external layer of the person. It reaches to the, those levels and those layers that are far from the essence of the person, from the actual person. That even the oil, even the skin, even the outer layers also become warmed by this revelation. And since it's all coming from a place of Rachman, which is, as we said before, is, on the, is in the middle, is in the center column. Chesed is the right column, Gur is the left column, and Rachman is the center column. This has, this has the effect 
that it transforms. That instead of the heat coming from hunger, meaning to say even coming from the fact that the person is far away from the Abishter, etc. Rather, the hunger is for holiness. He's not hungry for bread. He's not thirsty for water. He's hungry and thirsty to hear the words of Hashem. That Bishas a person uh, uh, is on himself. This leads to the fact that, that, that he will have the heat of the hunger, but the hunger was going to be for, for the Abishter and not hunger from the fact that he's in a difficult or low down situation, but it's a yearning to hear the words of Hashem.